The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Fencing, Brady scene. Breeze team, like you knew every year these guys are gonna win 10 11 games. They're got those guys gone. It, it's not too much different though, because we went from five down to like three, and a lot of them are still young though. Yeah, like, but there's the inconsistency is crazy. Josh Allen's showing you that, uh, he got <laughs> he got talent, but well, Joe a Burrow, lot of us were low on talent, him this but, year anyway. Like, yeah. you remember that first show, and I then. Mean, Burrow started off hurt, so I can't I can't really put a lot of that on Burrow early because he was he was dinged up early. It took him a little bit to kind of come through. I agree, but if we are going to pay these dudes fifty, sixty million dollars, mm-hmm. two hundred and all this money, you are being paid that much at the detriment to your team stacking yes. up your talent, which means that you have to be good enough to overcome your de- your deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess so. Well, I There's not them. really a lot of quarterbacks can do that, though. Three. Three. Aaron, but Patrick, Lamar. Aaron couldn't even do it consistently because he only won his one ring with a decent team all around him in general. He hasn't really well, been – he wasn't able to elevate it to that level without pieces. He just didn't Manning win. even needed help. He just win in the. He couldn't win in the playoffs after they won the Super Bowl. Basically. Oh, I know. But like Manning, the only two years he won won a ring was he had a great defense. Won the defense carried him, and the the Indy year, like Bob Sanders, fucking put him on his back and fucking you know won that game. Well, that's so. true. That's one of the greatest years ever for a defender. And you're right. But what I'm saying is, Aaron's been to three or four championship games, right? Five. Eight. They, well, then you're, actually, you're even help, you're helping my point. Like He's got the so, same record as Donovan McNabb, I think. I think he's one and four. Okay. Which, that sounds like an insult, but, like, same kind of concept where McNabb was there a lot. Sure, but, but also Donovan had one of the five best, as we see now, one of the five best coaches ever. Agreed. Aaron got a coach that's about to get fired from Dallas in a year. Uh, he's got two coaches that might get fired, if oh, you yeah. really think about it. LaFleur and McCarthy. <laughs> And, I mean, you know what? He's claimed the Peter – not the Peter, man, uh, Hackett. He's claimed Hackett, so he can get this hey too. He gets his work. True. Before we get started, Tony, I have an announcement to make on the show, but I want to give you an idea first and foremost. Well, I'm already recording. I'm... Oh, well, okay. Never mind. So now you're going to make me wait till till we start the show? Uh, I'll tell you, I may have a... Oh, is this going to be in the cold open? Well, I haven't played the theme music yet. 
Okay, well then, yeah. So no, I'll wait till the show. Shot NFL. You can follow us at Chairshot NFL. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. I am joined by the IWC War Chief. You can follow him at IWC War Chief. Uh, it's Andrew Belaz. What's up? Hi, buddy. Um, how did you enjoy your uh, weekend of football? Dude, I missed so much of it because I, I told you last week I had that Halloween party that my friends were throwing. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? My ass didn't get home till like five in the morning, uh, so I didn't get to sleep until much later than that. And then, yeah, my weekend is a blur, and that's the, only because it was either party the, or sleeping. Was and the plan successful that that we devised for your Halloween? The plan plan worked well. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I right. agree. I like it. I like it. All right, we are also joined this week by Reverend Raymond Cashington's the seven hundred ninety sixth. Don't try to be Pat. Don't Is do that it. where we're Don't at? I just didn't know where we're at chronologically. Oh, the long lineage of Cashingtons. You can follow him at it's I, Ray Cash, R-E-Y's and Mysterio, C-A-S-H, as in dollar signs. Raymond, you have some sort of announcement? Well, first and foremost, in the in the words of the great modern philosopher Andrew Belaz, oh boy. I'm doing good. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Good words, good words. <laughs> Thank you. I actually do. Um, in honor of one of the greatest of all time, Sting making his announcement, I'm announcing my former retirement live on the air from the Three Man Weave. Not the Three Man Weave. What's the show called? Chair Shot of the Film. No, no, no. You said Three Man Weave, so it just means you can't talk basketball anymore, but football is okay. Well, so the, so actually, the, the announcement is I may have a basketball show coming with my best friend uh starting next week we'll see oh is that that made just so that nobody holds you to anything so you're still leaving it open in case things well, fall through I, I i only say may because he's in the process of possibly going off doing going to work offshore I got so you. it's a literal like time thing given what his schedule is going to be mm-hmm. but uh yeah but i mean this is a dude who has the basketball ability to make it to the league. He just happened to be given the gift of being 5'8". Um, uh, Muggsy Bogan made it work. Well, yeah, I've I, I beat him up about that our whole lives. Um, <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, no, I have. I was like, he could have, he could have, he could have, he could have at least played college and uh, overseas ball. But you, you know, it's a, like Nate Robinson it's a, or something. I mean, yeah. Did he, he didn't have up like that, like those oh. guys, but like like when it comes to like fundamentals and hustle and deep like defense and seeing the floor and all that, he could have done all that. Um, drive, hustle, he had all that. 
it's just, it's a very true story that when children are not supported in their dreams early, they don't really have, it's harder for them to overcome. Mm-hmm. And my boy was never really supported. So he got to a point in life where it was like, well, fuck it. why am I trying? No, I get and you. yeah, so I moved on to something else. But uh, he know the game and every phone call we have is a podcast anyway. So I figured, fuck it, let's put it on, let's put it on wax. Sounds good. So this is going to be called the Austin Reeves Glory Hour? I mean, I'm game. <laughs> I'm game. I wasn't sure what name you were coming up for. I was just going with the Austin Reeves thing from the last couple of weeks. Well, <laughs> stay tuned to Chairshot Radio Network and thechairshot.com because I'm sure you'll hear more announcements as things get clearer and more uh, exact. And, um, yeah, we'll keep you up to date. Love the Love the news, Ray. We got to talk basketball, man, because, I mean, shit in the league is crazy. Um, a great opening day last night. Um, my sons look fantastic. We're a lot deeper than I thought we were. Um, so apparently, the Lakers have a new daddy in the, in the name of the champions, the Denver Nuggets. In the name of the champions. Um, right, uh, and then all the different trades we've had, Dame Dollar in, in Milwaukee, Giroux and... Uh, Boston, Wimby, and the whole crew down in San Antonio, like Portland, sneakily having an extremely deep team all of a sudden. Like, it's a lot of fun. Um, James Harden, you know, there's an ongoing trade uh, talk about uh, the Knicks offering any three of, uh, I believe it's Barrett, um, Mitchell Robinson, Quickly, and or Randall. And like four, three or four first round picks for Embiid. Like the, the league is crazy, dog. You think NFL is crazy? Right now, the league is. Remember the episode of South Park when uh, they were trying to do scripts, and so they just threw shit in, and Manatees picked a ball. Yep. And that was how. That's the NBA right now. It's wild. I think they were what parroting South Park, and that's how a South Park episode is written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like no, when it Peter does his cutaways, like you know, but oh, South yeah, Park yeah, yeah. was parroting. Family, family guy, guy. like yeah. the whole like oh this is how peter does his kid better like oh it's it's elvis in a, in a toupee you know pretending he's a beetle or some shit like that you know yeah mm-hmm. well done well done Fantastic. i get you i get you i'm surprised yeah. you didn't lead with baseball with you know your team against your state well first and foremost everybody hates dallas even people who live in dallas hate dallas however it was almost the ray cash world series but just like the just like the native houstonian that i am Houston had to shit the bed last minute. But I am a proud Arizona Diamondbacks fan. And, uh, hey, man, Diamondbacks-Rangers is going to be a fun series. What I love about the series is, number one, it's, it's, it's so different than any series we've had recently. Because it's unique. It's two I teams, like it. Mm-hmm. So unique. Two teams that don't get a lot of credit. Two very young teams. Uh, with the exception of Max Scherzer, who's, I think, officially 66. Um, Sounds about right. Somewhere around that is arm for 66 at least. <laughs> but so many young, great batters. The 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 uh the pins are a little shaky, but the starting but the starting rotations are dope. Um it's gonna be fun. And if you like watching like fun, exciting baseball that's not one zero or two one, like you're gonna get some numbers put up in the series. So it's gonna be fun to watch. And and 
Chase Field is one of the most beautiful fields in, in baseball. So oh, just I'm biased. As a, as a Dodgers fan, I'm just happy the Astros got bounced with the Rangers coming from behind. The I'm, I'm still not over that Astros. shit with the Astros. <laughs> the whole world hates the Astros, but you know what? It's well-deserved, though. They, they say, got the one legitimate. They did get the one legitimate back, but I'm just saying. like, it's, That's the reason why everybody hates the Astros, because you didn't have to do it. Yeah, y'all were, no, I agree. Y'all were great. Why would you? Why, what's the purpose? Like, if the Mariners were out here <laughs> and stole <laughs> one, because you're the Mariners. Forget it. I just, I wish the, I would have more respect for the Astros if they just owned it. If they went full Eddie Guerrero and they're just like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I, I think there's a fair amount of owning it, given that Carlos Correa jumped the second he could leave. <laughs> In a way, in a way, in a way. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So just The whole team should just come out to lie, cheat, and steal. That's how that one should work. <laughs> Viva la raza. <laughs> Viva la raza. Hey, Altuve could do the little shimmy. I'm with it. He could. That's right. <laughs> All right. Before we take a quick break and come back and break down Andrew Belaz's power rankings, I'll just add that uh, it was quite impressive that in the Rangers Astros series, the road team won every game. And the Diamondbacks coming back to take care of Philadelphia kept the streak of every team that's ever beaten Milwaukee in the playoffs has gone on to make the World Series. The last three have won. I want, want you to know that that's a get back for that damn NBA Finals a couple years ago. We got plenty. We're not going to talk about. We got plenty of more of them coming. <laughs> and when we come back, like I said, the Belaz Power Rankings. You're listening to Chairshot NFL right here, Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com where we remind you to always use your head and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Let it fade all the way out and then say, so there you go. Yeah. There we go. Just, all right. Should just have a hard out on that, I guess. <laughs> it's funnier when we don't because it just it actually bothers you and that just amuses the shit out of me. <laughs> it's like playing poker with your brother's kids. <laughs> no? uh, you know my brother, though, no? so like that would not be fun. No, it's a movie. Reference. <laughs> it's a reference from a famous movie. Which movie? Uh, a Western. As in it was made in the West? Or is it like had John Wayne kind of Western? It was Tombstone. <laughs> Just get on with the power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know who sucks in the league. Do we Do we want to go over the bottom? Or do we just want to focus on whatever the fuck the top is? Because I mean, is it the same? 
Um, it is close to the same. But I ain't tripping. I mean, it's up to Tony. Tony's, Tony's a buck here. I'm, but I'm, there's no interest at the bottom. There's a, like this week is a lot of interest at the top. I'll be honest. The only thing I threw in the bottom is something we Tony and I talked about last week was that because uh, the Packers lost to the lowly Broncos, I had to put the the Packers in the bottom five because that's but at twenty. But at twenty eight, huh? Um, thirty. Ooh, they have wow. no first half offense. They try to come back and they can against some teams and they so just lose to Panthers bad teams. Are 30, Panthers are 32, Cardinals are 31. That is correct. Uh, what do you got? Man, so Bears, can, can I just... Bears, 29. Bears, uh, Bears clawed out of it because they've they've won a couple and looked okay. So Giants, Broncos. Giants won, so they Patriots, clawed slightly out. Patriots, Titans. They won, so they're touch up. Okay. Raiders and Broncos are the last two. Oh, Raiders. Can, can I just take just a Raiders second three to points. advocate? Wait, no, you're good. Ray's on location at, on, um, on a space station in Mars this week, by the way, folks. Do I He's about to advocate for Josh Dobbs, I think. No, they so just, I... I was just giving <laughs> you a hard time. They they can tell you sound different, but he's, I was just making fun Got of the situation. I mean, you're fine. And I, and I, and uh, you're right, Andrew. I am going to advocate real quick for the cards because they're one and to be as depleted. I, look, I'm not saying they're a good team, but to be as depleted as they are and to be in almost every game, mm-hmm. there is something that deserves to be said for that. Yeah, I get the argument. I do. It's just very hard to look at that team and take it seriously, especially when they lose pretty consistently. And even if they keep it close, a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter if you, like, if you win the Super Bowl by 40, if you win the Super Bowl by one, you still win, right? Does anybody say, does anybody take it away from you? Does anybody think, oh, it was a bad win. Maybe we should play a second game or a tiebreaker or a rubber match. No. So I get what you're saying, that the Cardinals do look different, a little better. But, yeah. to, To that one point. They did change the overtime rules because uh, Josh Allen didn't get a shot to go back at Pat Mahomes. Well, so I'm just saying, they, they should have been real, real anyway. close to give them extra game. That should have never been uh, the rule. They should have been just it, – it, it's the right way it is now. To be fair, you could also blame that one on Matt Hasselbeck back in the day too. If, yeah. if, if. His whole, we want the ball and we're going to win or whatever the fuck he said. And they oh, got the fucking, so fucking sweet. score. Score, that's it, yeah. yeah do, you know, fucking uh, rocked. Do, do you know who intercepted the pass and took it to the house? Tell me. Tell me. Ray? I don't remember. No. Oh. Al Harris. There we go. Oh, the freak. And that's your The freak? Had a hell of a secondary back then. You did. I agree. But yeah, so that there, there's been a couple instances, but it was most notably the whole Josh Allen fucking yeah that that terrible fucking situation, where the Chiefs score in like ten seconds or crap and force overtime. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But yeah, so I guess now we get to the top of the standings and we get to figure out what the fuck happened this week. What the actual fuck happened in the NFL this week? The NFL happened. I mean, seriously, we <laughs> talked about this I think on an episode to start the season, and it was just Andrew and I. And I think we talked about, like, how many wins would it take to be the number one seed in each conference? You remember having that discussion? 
Mm, I do. I think we fail to recognize that over the last five, six years, there's really only one team overall in the NFL, sometimes one in each conference, that have three or two or one loss. And the rest of them have four or five or six losses, right? I mean, it's... Pete Rozelle's dream of parity is more of a paramount in the NFL than ever. It is exactly what it is, and that's what happened this week. And we talked about it before the show. Like, all these games and all these losses and all these good teams. Well, this is still the NFL. And any given Sunday, I think Ray said something like that last week, anything can happen, right? And I still believe that that's a good movie. I don't care. I enjoyed myself. It's not it's a bad movie. Buy it. So let me open things with this because I know it's been a hot button topic for a lot of different shows. So what's your guys' opinion? Do you think officiating has gotten worse or just because we're so tapped in with Twitter and Facebook and everybody's got a camera and everybody's a fucking professional and everybody can zoom in and rewind and fast forward and like over diagnose every play that things are just scrutinized to the point of like insanity that there's maybe not more negative officiating or poor officiating nowadays. It's just that people scrutinize it more than back in the day. Go ahead, Teddy. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think in sports, I'll take it to a I'll kind of sidestep your question. And you an, son of a bitch. But answer <laughs> it. But answer it in the same light. Sure. Just in a different way. I think every major sports league association you know what i'm trying to say yeah they should utilize as much of the technology they can as possible that is available to get the call exactly correct i.e baseball there should be an electronic strike zone and and it's you don't even have to replace the umpires you just put an earpiece in the home plate umpire and it beeps once if it's a strike if it twice if it's a ball you know some things are fairly evident you still need that human element in some places, but you can do the same thing they've done more and more in basketball. Football, you can have a guy like they do, I think, in hockey that is there to like oversee everything. You should have a guy overseeing everything that can quickly flag things down, right? Like You can do these things quickly without eliminating the human element of refing and umpiring and officiating that's necessary in a lot of these instances. So do you think it's gotten worse or do you think it's just over scrutinized now? I think I'm all for utilizing technology to the utmost to get the calls right on the field. In a, so you in like a, the over scrutinizing? In a, in a, in a okay. timely manner. He's, right. No, he's not going to answer the question. I'll answer the question. Sure. Way, way worse. Unfathomably worse. Okay. Um, but I also, to Tony's point, we just had a we just had a whole game that was digitized in Andy's room door, with Toy Story characters. Mm-hmm. We yes. have the technology to figure this out. Um, there's the no XFL reason, does it better than the NFL too. Well, the, think about what think about especially the original XFL. All the things that the NFL took from the original XFL, the oh, camera, yeah, the sky cam, and stuff like that. Sky, yeah. yeah. So yes, but there's no reason we. We have every channel now has a former ref or mm. rules dude explaining the rules. So if we could have that for the broadcast, it 
then it's they easy. could have they could have that with the dude with one ref who's literally just working the camera and tap into the dude say hey check this play out it was you, wrong you get a guy who's in no here's what you do is you have the contract with the networks because every NFL game is covered by a major network right and they all have the truck that runs the game and the producer that cuts the shots from everywhere. And that's why you get a look on TV at every angle and every motion. They need to mm-hmm. put it in the contract that an official will be in that room to also and have another a person hired that can go over and run stuff back like they can as quickly as possible. Because they can almost do it in live time. That's how quick they can make those decisions. Yeah, they didn't got to be in the room. They can... Be at the at the main well, office. You gotta have an be watching the scene. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, simple. Yeah, I completely agree. Or communication like, to to the to the, the booth and have a guy for each game. Of all the things we're talking about, the Iowa fair catch shit was the most egregious thing I may have ever seen in my life. Like it, it it's horrible, and and people are going back and looking at it and still making bad calls. That's why I think it's the worst it's ever been because bang bang plays. Like, cool. People mess yeah, up. I get that. Understandable, yes. But when you go back and look at it and still go with the wrong call, dog, what are we doing? It's absolutely the worst. And so the reason where, it's the worst. Where I'm, do you I'm, draw I'm, the line in that then? Because well, that, anybody who's played even like flag football or basic stuff pick up without even doing anything organized, there's holding on every play. There's a little yeah. bit of jockeying. There's, there's pass interference. There's there's something is well, we on played, every play. We all played in high school, right? No, that, and that that's my point. There's people that you know, if you're running, if you're the cornerback and you're running next to the receiver, you can run him, and in a way, if you you know, you can punch him in the thigh or something like that as you're running to make it look like incidental contact. Mm-hmm. So that'll put a hitch in their getty up, maybe fuck up their their timing or whatever route they're trying to run, and then they'll miss their route. Technically, that's interference. If we over digitize and over scrutinize everything, then where, where do we draw the line to actually make it a game that people have to play and just why don't we just all queue up Madden and just go with that? I'm not one of these people that wants to. I was to, going to, to, but we did this today, so I couldn't. Hey, this is your we idea, Shmako. We could stop right <laughs> now. All right, I can hang up. I know where the red button is. <laughs> I'm not one of these people that wants to take human the human element out of refereeing or umpiring. Mm-hmm. We need that because that's what makes the game interesting because yeah. it's a perspective. Like, I'm a basketball dude, right? Yeah. I think it's cool that you, a team, can prepare for a certain ref. We know this ref is going to call or go found more. Yes. Like, that's a cool element of preparation. But the biggest problem we have, and the, the number one reason why refereeing has gotten as bad as it's gotten, because there's no reprimand. A referee can do the biggest fuck-up, and then they're back on the job tomorrow. Well, to an extent, it's, it's they do all get graded, and you can be graded yeah, out Yeah, they, they do the of, whole playoff grading of, thing. They, they do. Where, no, if you're, they no. do. Yeah, they, they, they do, though. No, they, they don't. Do. I'm, not saying they do, I'm not saying they don't. They do, but they don't mean shit, because referees never get fired. Referees never get reprimanded. Referees never get publicly come out and said, hey, this guy did this, so he's suspended for three games because he got it wrong. Case in point, Homie in the, in, a, in the Major League Baseball who calls a strike like Bob Euchre did just a bit outside. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> he never missed the game. I, like it, it's to the point now it's a joke. 
So, so no, until referees get treated with the same scrutiny that the players and the coaches do, it'll never change. Because they know I can, I can still be me and nobody's going to say nothing to me. I might, what, I might not get a chance to, to, to ref, the, ref the World Series or the Super Bowl. I, I'm still making my 150 a year. So do you no. think it'd be better to have pocket. full-time refs then? Instead of oh, like yeah. these these doctors or these lawyers who do it part-time. So if they don't get that extra playoff check or that extra Super Bowl check, they don't give a fuck because they've already there's, got bank because they're doctors, lawyers, blah, blah. There's also something to be said to having to do the job scared. Agreed. Well, yeah. Look at all, look at all these fringe guys in the NFL that balled the fuck out. Jerome Ford don't know where his next check coming next week. Mm-hmm. He's killing right now. Well, I yeah. think some of the examples of you saying that people that don't that aren't good that don't get weeded out of the system, I think you're gonna have to wait for the next bargaining agreement between said union and and its league. Um, but I I believe in the grading system, and I think a lot of the refs and umps and officials and et cetera et cetera can they learn from it. They can see what what they're not seeing and hopefully see it the next time. It's only um, if they want to. Oh Jesus! Well, this is like no, no. That's, that's why I opened up the conversation this because I, I see, this true. isn't an I see dead people situation. <laughs> in, in well, it's, okay. it's in the it's in the league's best interest if we're honest with ourselves from a bottom line to protect the referee. It's a it's in it's in the best interest for them to protect them. Because it makes the league look inept if they're coming out every week saying, sorry, guys, these refs fucked up again. Sorry, mm-hmm. guys, this team should have won the well, game, but the refs were over. Know, here's the so thing, though. If they protect them by not reprimanding them publicly, it makes them look like a better league. The less publicity on that, the better. I mean, you want it to be about the game and not the ref, and things are going to happen. That's why you have a human thing. That's why I say as much technology as you can infuse into the overall officiating of said sporting league is is the best thing you can do. It'd be the refs shouldn't. The best conversation a ref that's ever been had about a ref is one that doesn't exist. So you're right in that case. But if the ref makes a play that so egregiously affects the game, they need to be the number one story. Yeah, All no, right. I, I agree with that. Let's talk about the top five here. And, hey, you know, get, that, get I, a, get a it was on. a hot-button topic, so I figured we should lead with that. That's good, good, question. good question. Thank though. you. Good, Thank good, you. Good, Thank good you question. So, does anybody Let's, want to make a guess, or what? should I just go five up? Why don't we just start at the top this week and all give, Ooh, and we can all just say who we think is is in that place. And you can start because you made you have the list every week, and you tell us who's number one, and then we'll give our number one. So we'll just sure. tell you all the way down because I think we're starting to shape and shape up like who who might be the favorites here as we get into the second third of the season. I get that. So I've got the Eagles at number one. Uh, I would have I would have the Chiefs at number one. I have them at two. So like it, it was, the, I was torn, the, but the Eagles beat a better team. This and I'd week, have the so. Eagles. I'd have the Eagles at two. What about you, Ray? So the best team is the number three team, but out of respect, I got the Eagles number one. Hey, you know, I get what you're saying because I put the Ravens at three as well. Yeah, they're the best team. <laughs> in the <NFL. laughs> they're just inconsistent. That, that's why they're three for me. That and you know what? 
if that's their work, well, a lot of the inconsistency comes from injuries. But yeah, if right. that's their, if if that's their worst, if you if you compare the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Ravens, number one, Ravens got the second best defense in the league. Mm-hmm. First best if you're counting by points per game. They've also played decent to good teams. Secondly, they're the only two games they've lost have been. Off of eight drops, three touchdowns, one, and yeah. you're talking about refs and horrifically egregious non-PI call that would have given them the field goal to win the game. Oh. Now, again, I'm not taking away the Ravens lost those games, but they weren't beat. Oh, yeah, and I, I could only counter that with the Chiefs' only losses because Kadarius Tony forgot to bring his hands to the game that time. Which is why I, I, which is why I got the Eagles and the Chiefs ahead because I respect and understand the situation. Mm-hmm. I got the Eagles. I got the Eagles over the Chiefs, though, because when you look when you look personnel to personnel, ultimately the Chiefs got to find somebody else to throw the ball to. True, and the They're Eagles picked limited. up uh, the safety from the Titans too. Like that. Kevin why Bayard, are the Titans yeah. giving the Eagles so much for like free? Jesus Christ! <laughs> did you did you quick tangent, but it's it's relevant. Did you see um, John Lynch walking with Quasi from the uh, Vikings? Yeah, and yeah. people are like, "Well, if the trade cut happened. I guess that's what happened with the Titans and Eagles. I guess the general managers are homies." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. But do you agree with the Ravens at three, Tony, or you got something different? I, I still would have the Niners at three, the Ravens at four. Really? So I'll I'll say this: I put the Niners at six because two back-to-back yeah, losses. Cool. Purdy's Ooh. looking mortal, and they lost to a fucking garbage team in the Vikings at the moment. Like, they're not a top five team to me right now. I feel like that's just now, the, the NFL being the NFL. You can call a timeout. You can call Cuidado. Just, uh, can, can I hit the first Cuidado of the day? Cuidado. Mucho cuidado. Que estás tomando por un rumbo equivocado. Cuidado con tus mentiras que yo las puedo adivinar cuando me miras. Cuidado mucho, cuidado que estoy de vuelta cuando me has contado. He and then he goes, and, he goes and does good quarterback things, and he you does. punish the team he loses to, he beats for losing to him. I, that doesn't match to me. Okay, I can I can praise Kirk Cousins for being a consistent or good quarterback, and they they played well. But the Niners have looked off the last two weeks, and I don't know what the problem necessarily is. Their defense Trent hasn't Williams. been near. You think it's Trent Williams? Left tackle. Trent Lewis may be the best left tackle in the game. He's been hurt the past two games. I mean, sure. But Purdy can get it out quick. They're, they still have kind of a quick West Coast kind of offense. And it's just whatever they're doing isn't working the last two games. Well, Against know. the Browns, I can give that a little bit of a pass because there was some referee interference. And the Browns are a very, very good defense. And Miles Garrett is probably a legitimate like MVP candidate from the defensive side because he's a fucking monster this year so far. But... The Vikings game, it just it was weird. And I don't I don't know what to take from that game. And I don't know if it's the Niners just plateauing at the moment because of outside 
interference or outside forces that Trent Williams miss is that big of a miss or if maybe I hope they're dipping at this time and then they go on a run later in the year you know what I mean when it matters because they're probably still a playoff team I'm not I don't think they're shit but I just think the last two weeks you have to kind of move them out of the top five because they're they're showing more chinks in the armor so to speak than a top five team should back-to-back road losses that kind of mirror each other but almost in an opposite bookend like an interior binding and what bound it was the missed field goal mm-hmm. that could have won the game and then mm-hmm. you get the early stop you get the ball McCaffrey's playing he's he's looks like he's 100% and he fumbles in the red zone right away mm-hmm. and that could have been just the mental thing that turned that game around and gave the Vikings a chance. The Vikings are not as bad as their one and four start, but they're not as good as they were. Uh, their record reflected last year. And, and you're their, right. But if they're is... that mentally weak, that a fumble or a missed field goals, no, but you know, them, how, you know, they're not how, that good of a team, but you know how a little bit of a losing streak can get together and have a little hangover. Right. I think that they'll get healthy and they'll be fine. And, and, and we're not talking about, the Niners losing by 20 or losing by 15. They lost mm-hmm. by 2 and 5. And sure. an- another play that was a major play was the Jordan Addison touchdown that should have been a pick right at the end of the first at the end of the first half. That changed the entire momentum of the game because the very first play Kirk Cousins ran, not literally, but one of the first, was the same play but uh, San Francisco came away with the, the, the pick. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like that that now that's a that's a play that either should have been a pick or should have been a pass that was defended. If that play doesn't happen on a touchdown, this game is seventeen to fifteen, seventeen to fourteen. I get you. So again, you you make valid points, but I again I just I can't see them as being top five at this week because so who's four and five? Four and five for me are four is the Jaguars, five is the Dolphins. Yeah, the Jags are up there. The, okay, so look, I have quibbles because go for it. I, I'm with the Jags, and I mean no disrespect to the Dolphins because a couple weeks ago they were number one, yeah. but they haven't beat anybody, and they keep getting their ass beat when they lose. Like they're not losing quick. They're not losing like close games. They're getting beat by significant points. The reason I led with the question about the refs also leads into some of these quibbles because just like you said. The Addison touchdown should have been a pick. That was a ref thing. Mm -hmm. There were 10 flags on the Dolphins, I believe, and zero on the Eagles when there was obvious face masking and obvious holding and obvious issues that the Eagles did, but no flags were thrown. So if those flags got thrown here or there, game could get closer. And the, the Dolphins still put up points. You know what I mean? Even if they lose by 14, that's two That's two scores. That's not a ton, ton, really, with that offense when you have three or four of the fastest people in the league. Like, you you can score a touchdown in five seconds. You know what I mean? I do, but I just can't, in good conscience, see a team that's lost 48-20 to 20 and 31-17 to 17 within reason and put them over a team that has consistent greatness year after year and has lost 22 to 17 and 19 to 17. Personally, with, I also look with, at it as quality of opponent. Major though. injury. 
I get that. Well, everybody's a professional. Major injury only works so much. Yes, if you're missing your star, you could make that argument. And I know week one, we had that argument about the Chiefs because they were missing people and you wanted to put them at the bottom. And I was just like, eh, they lost by a point and they were missing two of their bigger players. So I I agree that everybody's a professional, but I also understand the weight of, of the stars, quote unquote. Look at the quality of losses. Like they they lost to teams that were significantly worse than them at the time. The Niners, at least the Dolphins, tend to play equal power opponents and they lose. So that they lose to people that are in like the top five. So the, those hopefully are learning moments for them. So if they face them in the playoffs, maybe they get something. But you're not losing to the the bottom third of the NFL like the Niners are and looking bad throwing three picks or fumbling and throwing a pick or two. So th- there's a difference between a bad looking game, which for whatever reason, be it Trent Williams or just getting psyched out after a fumble and just getting outplayed by a team that's a bit better than you, but not looking like a complete train wreck. Okay. That's right. just my, my thought process. You can disagree. It's all subjective. Can we play a quick game before we get to running down the uh, week eight, uh, matchups sure all right we're gonna play a quick six pack of contender or pretender and i'll give the team and i'll give the pretense and we'll let ray go first on the first one and then andrew the first on the second one and you get to just say contender or pretender and you literally get one to two sentences that's it all right you want to start? You the, got it, dude. Uh, since Ray's going first, a- Andrew, you want to start in the AFC or the NFC? Uh, let's start with the NFC because that's a more interesting picture right now. All right, I got three from each side. Here we go. Um, contender or pretender to make the playoffs? Minnesota Vikings at three and four. Pretender. I think too much has happened. Andrew. Oh, same one? Oh. I have to call him a contender because I put him on my playoff list from our week zero <laughs> predictions. So. Consistency, baby. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. All right, Andrew, you get to go first on this one. Uh, contender or pretender to win the NFC South, the 4-3 and three division leading Atlanta Falcons? Pretender. That That was a rough game. Like, Bucks offense did nothing but Desmond Ritter. Like there were two fumbles at the goal line. Like that, that team is not that good. Ray, contender. They just they just need nine wins. And hey, you know who the backup Desmond Ritter is, right? Who? It's um homeboy that Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Oh, if he was the starter, you might be able to change my mind. But it's not at the moment. Oh, Ritter not gonna last much longer. You know that. He's the one holding that. the team Arthur back. That, that. That's it's, why I led with Ritter. He's holding that team back. And finally in the NFC, uh, Ray, I believe you get to go first here again. Contender or pretender to win a playoff game this year, the Seattle Seahawks? Ooh, that's a good one. Four and two, it four is matchup. The- four and two, by the way. Stub their toe out the gate and have one other loss at Cincinnati. It is it is matchup dependent. So right now I'm going to say pretender because I need to see some more. But 
hey, as long as you know the right back, they are. Right. Andrew, I'm on the same page as Ray. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll move over to the AFC side where Andrew gets to go first. No AFC West team here. I know you gonna <laughs> like. Well, because like it's Smart the Chiefs. Move. It's Smart the Chiefs, move. and like everybody else is a pretender. They're like they're not gonna even make the playoffs. They'd be a pretender to make the playoffs, right? So, um, actually, I'll I'll. So since you know there's one from each of the other divisions, who is going first here? Andrew. Okay, I'll let you pick Andrew, and then Ray can pick both the next two by proxy because there's two left. I should have done that on the other side. Uh, okay, give me the East. AFC East. The uh, the New York Jets pretender or contender to make the playoffs at three and three. I will say contender. Right. Zach Wilson's played a bit better, and he's proven that as long as he's not a complete pile of shit, the defense can bail him out and they'll win the game. Raymond S. Cashington's the nine hundred and forty second. Agreed. Contender. Zach Wilson is better than Brad Johnson and uh, and Dilfer. What's with the Buck shade? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't get that one. That was like, wow. No, no, no. I knew what, Dilfer what I... was also with your boys, but <laughs> come on. No, it's not shade. What I'm saying is that defense is not as good as those two, but it's close enough. It okay. given in reference, and he's a better quarterback than they had. So he's, I don't think he's better than Brad Johnson. And Trent Dilfer was a Pro Bowler. Ah, yeah, good old Ferris. Anyway, okay. Uh, Ray, AFC, you want to finish with the AFC North or you want to start it with the finish with the AFC South? Let's finish with the South because it's more interesting conversation. All right. AFC North. Pittsburgh Steelers, contender or pretender to make the playoffs at 4-2? and two? Pretender. This is the year. Pretender. Yeah. That's a great pick because... I don't know how they're winning their games. So I'm Neither gonna, is Mike Tomlin. Well, yeah. I'm going to say contender purely based off of I don't know how they have four wins now, so they could easily get to nine or ten by okay. confusion. Okay. <laughs> Last but not least, oh, man. I could do one of two teams here, but I think the more interesting question is contender or pretender to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. Oh. The, uh, you guys were all expe- you were expecting Texans playoff team, right? That's easy. I was expecting Texans or Colts playoff team, but you no. you went off the no, top rope with that one. Yeah, okay. and I think I think that's all. I think that's the best for last there. Think about it. Like, no, that is that's a very super very good talented question. young team that's won four in a row with an experienced head coach, a quarterback who's been had expectations on him, done it, and delivered in college. I mean. Could this team be clicking? I think they are, in my opinion, at this time. And I know they haven't played the toughest. They haven't had the they haven't had the biggest of wins against the toughest of teams, but they've still won five of the seven games that were scheduled for them. And they they went to London and and made it their own. I'm in. Who we'll first? I think I am right. I think okay. you finish. Yeah. 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 So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna this, say pretender. This was, this was the real only question, because, here, right? This was the real no, question. You're, right? You, this was the real question. You're right. I'm gonna say pretender 
purely based off of the fact that I, they're a good team. They're still young. They've got some odd losses. They've got some weird games where sometimes they only scored nine points and sometimes they look inept. But representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, that means they'd have to beat the Bengals, the Ravens, or the Chiefs, or, you know, one of those those better teams, you know, last couple years better, air quotes on a podcast. But, mm-hmm. you know... I can't. I can't see them getting over the juggernaut, so to speak. What about you, Ray? To expound on your point, they're pretenders to, for, for for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. To expound on your point, the only way that that I can see that being a genuine possibility is if they get the number one seed in the AFC. Because you know, that, fair. Because yeah. if they got to go to Baltimore, they got to go to Cincinnati, they got to go to Buffalo, or they got to go to Kansas City. They are not winning those games. Those teams are more prepared. Better coaches, well, Doug Peterson, respect, but you know what I'm saying. But, you know, and they've done this year after year after year after year. This is the Jaguars' first real foray into the spot with this team. You know, David Garrard, this is not. Byron Leftwich, this is not. So Mark Brunel, they they don't, don't forget Brunel. Brunel, this is not. 15 and 1. If they can get the number one seed and everybody got to go to TIAA Bank, maybe I'll give you the possibility. But even that's a, that's a big deal because I expected the South to be trash. The South yeah, is good. They, yeah, the South is scrappy. Like I wouldn't call them all good, but they're they're scrappy enough that like they could win, and you don't necessarily hate it. Like it doesn't always look bad unless it's the Titans. The Titans have been a shit game and then a decent game, so we'll we'll say. But like you know, well when 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 your coach comes out, and I love Mike Rabel. When it comes out and says, if my starter don't, don't play, then we're going to go with two quarterbacks. That'll let you know how bad the, pro- the promotion is. You right. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. When we come back, we're going to give our locks of the week as we run down week eight of the NFL. You're listening to ChairShot NFL on ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we remind you to always use your head and head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot. Plenty of great tees. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will appreciate it. When we return, the week eight locks of the week. How did we do last week? I don't know. I haven't tallied it up yet, but I don't think I did great. We'll be right back after this. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Cuidado. Careful. The picks haven't been the greatest around here lately. That will just start like that as we begin week eight. Um, do you yeah, know how you did last talk week? About it. No, you didn't do well last week. One and two. At least I finally got a fuck. I got one right. Finally, in like two fucking weeks. I think I went one <laughs> and two as well because Tampa lost, right? Yeah, fucking uh, stupid ass Can- fumble Ruski fucking Kansas Falcons. C- Kansas City won by more than a touchdown. Yes, they did. I, I didn't know if you were looking for confirmation there. <laughs> and Frisco lost, so they were given points. So, yeah, one and two as well. Okay. All right, well, let's get to it, gentlemen. Uh, well, Andrew, right away, right off the, the, the bat, uh, mm-hmm. I think two teams at a crossroads here. 
I think if the yeah. Bills were to lose this game at home, there'd be some serious questions considering they have started four and three, and I don't think they thought they would. And then the Bucks would be under uh, 500, I believe, for the first time this season if they lost this game, correct? Correct. Let's kick I mean, it, let's kick it to you. Uh, the Bucks. I'm going to be a complete homer on my first lock here yeah, and just Bucks take are, the Bucks because they're yeah, getting eight and a half. Over under 43 and a half, sorry. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to take the points with the Bucks. just be a complete homer because this Speaking could of, be the game that Allen decides to bounce back and throw 15 touchdowns and like no interceptions and they just put up 78 points or whatever. But, you know, or it could just be more the Bills being stupid and who knows what the hell it is. Like I said, NFL is just fucking weird. Speaking of Bucks uh, offense does have to figure it the fuck out, though. It's getting annoying. Of, speaking of Homer and locks. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Big motherfucking lock. Raymond Cashington, how do you feel about the Buccaneers and the Bills? So, it's a crazy world when the Bucks are more consistent than the Bills. Agreed. Crazy world. However, in that inconsistency, there is genuine, genuine dominance of the possibility with Bills. Diggsy might go for a three-piece. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen might do three himself. I, I Unfortunately, it's, I think it's wrong place, wrong time. The Bills have a lot to answer for, and I think that they answer it this week. So while I don't like the eight-and-a-half spread, I'll probably pick the Bucks for the spread purposes, but the Bills going to win this game. I don't think it's even a, a question. I'm, I'm talking like maybe eight, seven. But you know I hate spreads as big. You, you know the thing I'm praying on is that the short week is going to fuck up the Bills a little bit because they might still have the bad loss hangover. And come on, ba- Baker won a game when he was at the Rams at like 25 minutes to fucking study the playbook. And, you know, he won that game. So and you give short, him short week? weeks are okay for huh. him. Yeah, you gave him like three days. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get into the Sunday early games, and it's first on my list, so I'm just going to go with it. Uh, Vikings at Packers. I, it, Packers, it's a pick, so that means the Vikings Trash. are technically like the favorite after their win. To me, I'll be like over unders 42. I wouldn't take the, I wouldn't touch this game with a 10 foot pole. But can I tell you how I feel like as a Packer fan of decades? Are you like, still identifying that way? Because you've been very blasé on that team, so I, I thought am. maybe you switched. I just know who they are. I always know who they are. And it's allowed me to get through the successful and horrific endings of, of seasons that I've had recently for an extended period of time, right? Then wax poetic, Packers fan. This feels like a game they win. Why are you sounding sad about that? <laughs> I, I be, I'm just saying, I because I think they, I think they'd be better off being. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs anyway. So why not get the best player you can possibly get out of there? Have the mo, have the have the biggest reason to make the most change necessary without gutting out like your key core players and the coaching is is still good. People are getting down on Lafleur. I don't think I think Lafleur is a really good football coach. I think Lafleur is a guy who can still. I oh, mean, this team is such a long way from it, but I still think that I, you know, if I believed like McCarthy at the end of his run that the, the Packers weren't able to win a Super Bowl with him, I would say it. But I'm not at that point yet, so 
for this year, I just feel like, hey, let's let's if we're gonna struggle, let's struggle, but let's see some glimmers and fix some holes and patch some holes. Offensive line is a is a big thing and needed in a Lafleur scheme that's not been good, which was really good during the times that the Packers were successful to his amazing start in his coaching career. But people who think the Vikings are going to roll into Lambeau because of recent events, be careful. This feels to me, and I could be totally wrong, and I said don't touch it, but I'm just telling you, if you want to buy into my Packers spidey sense, it feels like a game the Packers are going to win. That's my question for you. What do you think the Packers need to upgrade? their offensive line. Okay. I think their their weapons on offense will get better. They need a tight end, a legit one, whether they have to go out and spend money or trade up to, to get one that's going to be really good. Um, and then the secondary isn't the greatest either. Um, I think well, everybody the, could the, use more the, secondary. The middle, of the, the middle of the linebacking core has been injured, and that doesn't help, but they do have the a lot team, of good players. on. You know, no, but I'm just saying. I mean, the kicker's good. The new rookie kicker's been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I know you're going to hate me saying this, but I love your wide receiver room. I think they have so much potential. Yeah, here's the thing. They don't get themselves open, though, if you watch the tape. Well, Mac Jones would would love to disagree with you. <laughs> I'm just saying. You look at, to, to, to some, it's been a long time. Well, I mean, since Devontae left, basically. I mean, the only guy who can get themselves open is Christian Watson, and then that's because they just they, they just put coverage over the top, and that's the end of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, Christian Watson would get open a lot more if Romeo Dobbs did his job more consistently, but that's part your problem. Well, even look at the touchdown um, he caught. It looked like that was another one where it could have been an interception, actually, as well. So, Yeah. To, to talk about the game just real quick, I am blown away. I'm really shocked, truly, that I don't, I don't, I don't hate Kirk. I'm not a Kirk hater. I don't, but I'm not a Kirk believer. But you, Justin Jefferson, overshadows so much of that receiver room. But Addison and Osborne and those guys, you know, I'm no, you know, we know they got Hawkinson. They made the trade for him this offseason. Mm-hmm. They got a, They have a good receiver room. So I mean, they can put up points if Madison can just get you 25 carries. Because that was a problem. Uh, so I, I would probably go with the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a better team right now. <laughs> Excuse me, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers won. That's why I had to pick them. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page. Like I, I would pick the Vikings if I had to pick, but it's it's a coin flip. Neither team is great. I just, I'd like to see the Packers score in the first half. That would be nice, you know. Would be. Yeah, it would. Um, Texas <laughs> and the Panthers are getting together for a battle of the first two quarterbacks taken in the NFL draft this year. The over-under is 43.5. The Panthers are plus three at home. Give me the over 43.5 in this game as my first lock of the week. I think that Carolina is going to give up quite a few points to Houston, and Houston in the route will also give up points Maybe I'm saying this because I have a few people in fantasy involved in this match. Up, oh, maybe I'm not, but my lock first of the week is over 43 and a half in this matchup here, taking place in Carolina. No, I, I think that's good. Texans are probably good for 30. Panthers can score two touchdowns. Yeah, 
uh, I, I like where your head's at, but the Texans shouldn't lose this game. They, the bye week is irrelevant because they both had buys, so nobody got extra time to heal or study tape. So it's it's even ground, and the Texans are a better team than the Panthers right now. C.J. Stroud is trying to show the world that Ohio State quarterbacks aren't boo-boos and that he should have been the number one pick. I need the young— The Texans got to blow him out. I need that young man to do enough this year that someone is willing to make a trade in the fantasy football league to have him as a keeper next year because I have Patrick Mahomes as well, and I picked up C.J. Stroud and thought, hmm, I might be able to get a draft pick or a better player out of this. He's been trying to trade. Ray, Pat Mahomes all year, and uh, nobody's 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 taking the bait. At the You're not at, doing it. At the risk of at the risk of giving myself a horrifically losing week next week. How'd you do this week, Ray? Let me tell you something, bro. Listen, and Even, I think this is and I reason I don't think I'm going to get bad karma for this is because I've been putting you over for weeks, and he finally no, had a, yeah, he yeah. finally had a bad week. Um, Andrew, he's still in first place by by a good margin. Um, but so, so I was like, I, Oh, I so, picked up five games on Ray this week. Nice. Even if, even if Ferrari got to have a flat sometimes, right? <laughs> I went, I went one and eight this week and I'm still up by four games because that's you, crazy. You play every team in the league every single week. Mm-hmm. So just for people who did you start Najee Harris this week? No, I didn't, but I still went six and three. I got you. No, I, I had, um, Oh shit. Pacheco, I had Pacheco and uh, oh, okay. Maca- Pacheco and McCaffrey, um, who both scored more. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, enough of the fantasy football talk. Back to the schedule here. Here's an interesting matchup right here. Uh, the Rams heading to Texas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys, are they as good as their four and two record? Is that appropriate? Are they contender or pretender? Let's do this again. Uh, to represent, to even represent the NFC, let's not let's just say make it to the NFC Championship game. I'll I'll go first. First of all, I hate I hate Dallas, so I might be biased, but they are a damn sure pretender because until they can win games with their offense, mm-hmm. they can't be a. Eventually, you're gonna have to win a game where you're gonna have to put up three, four touchdowns. You're gonna have to outscore a team. And they can't do that. So they're absolutely a pretender. I mean, the the only benefit for the Cowboys is the fact that they're an NFC team and not an AFC team. Please so, on it, brother. Preach. <laughs> there is a off chance, depending on matchups, that they could make it to the conference championship. Just because it depends on who they, they get paired against and who the draws are. So I'll say they're a contender. And that it's a just it's an interesting contender pretender ending anyway for this game because who the fuck are the Rams? Like before Cooper Cup got healthy, we were putting them over a bit because they had Tutu, they had you know Puka and and Stafford was putting up good numbers. They were scrappy, but they weren't they weren't winning, but they were keeping it close against better teams and looking pretty good. But then they've they've kind of petered out where they're still looking all right, but they're not winning games. They're just putting up okay numbers, putting up a couple points and sort of hanging in there for a little bit, but then just dropping the ball at the end. So who were the Rams in the, in the the bigger picture of things? Because they're, they're kind of just like a 500 ish team right now and how they're playing. Like 
they've got all these pieces. Their their names are fun to say, and they could be cool, but like they're not putting it together. You know what I mean? Their names are fun to say. Puka Nakua and Tutu Adwell is so fucking fun. It is, and Cooper Cup's even a little funny himself too. But yeah. it's like, what what team is that? Like, that both of these teams have like no identity right now when it comes to are they good? Are they bad? Are they are they for real? Are they just mediocre? Like, so th- this is going to be a big tell-all kind of game, I think. And I feel like in reality, the Cowboys will probably win the game just because I don't trust the Rams the last few weeks. But I'm looking at six and a half. Is that still the line, Tony? Yeah, yeah. six and yeah. a half over under 45 and a half. That, these are both really difficult numbers here. I think yeah. unless you believe in the Rams, I, I, you wouldn't touch this game. Yeah, that that's well, where with with the spread it's rough, but I think the Cowboys are winning outright. I mean, no disrespect to the Cowboys. Fuck that. I mean, all disrespect to the Cowboys. Wow. Um, you're not even an I, Eagles fan, and you hate them shit. I mean, the money I'm line on the Cowboys though is two eighty five. Do you believe in Do you believe in risking two hundred eighty five dollars to win a hundred so much that they'd win the game? No. I, I think the spread that's is the money because. I think the spread. I think the spread is egregious because the Rams can put a point. Yeah, we just, good. but the Rams just can't win a game. But six and a half is a lot for a team that'll keep it close, most likely. You know what I mean? I, I'm taking, I'm taking the Rams, and I'm taking the plus six point five. Is that a lock or just your 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 feel? Oh no, you'll you'll enjoy my lock this week. Oh, so. Okay. All right, okay. let's let's keep it rolling. Saints uh, at Colts. Matchup of a couple three and four teams. Colts are plus one at home, over under forty three and a half. Who knows? I have a question. Sure. About this game. Yeah. And about who, the Colts in general. Who cares? Ooh. Question mark. Well, yeah, no, nobody cares except Pat McAfee because he's the biggest Colts fan in the world. But genuinely, <laughs> my question is: Should they have just started Gardner Mitchell the whole time? It's kind of looking like no, it. Oh, I don't Aside think so. Aside from two weeks ago, Minshew hasn't looked bad. And Richardson was a rookie, throwing him out there kind of early. He made some rookie mistakes and hurt himself. So there's there's an argument to be made. There is. Well, Minshew can actually manipulate defenses with his eyes and read read a defense. Whereas Anthony Richardson, respect to the kid, because he's only been a quarterback for, what, four years? Something like he ain't that. there yet. He's not there yet. He will be. Clearly, he's got talent. Um, but Minshew was out here actually. Who the fuck is Josh Downs? He's killing it this year. <laughs> That's a good point. Who is Josh so, Downs? Josh Downs is the guy who Waffle Eating Donkeys beat me to on the waiver wire. That's who Josh Downs is. He's Josh. And Waffle Eating Donkeys. Yeah, there you go. He's eating. Yeah, I I mean, I think Richardson should have started. I think it's hindsight to just look back because that they've had a little bit of success with injury. Listen, the Colts are making the playoffs. Let's put it that way. So it doesn't matter. Uh, the Saints. They are not? I don't know. What's that? No, the Colts? The, the, they are or are not? Not. Okay. <laughs> Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? I do not know what's happening at this point because the NFL is bonkers, as our <laughs> good friend Mr. Belast just explained in his in his uh, in his uh, power ranking. But 
I think the, I, I think the Colts are a good team. I mean, they don't have a hard schedule either. Like seven or eight of the remaining games are, I'm going to call them winnable. That doesn't mean they're dunks. That doesn't mean they're easy, but they're just games that they could very easily win. And, and, and my God, Jonathan Taylor got paid and has come back with a fucking vengeance. True. So if, if they win that seven or eight, that puts them at like that 10, 11 marker, which would be enough for at least the six, seven wild card. We're going to move think. on. We're going to move on. And I'll just leave you with this. Uncle Rico ain't throwing that football over that mountain. Uh, Patriots had <clears> South <throat> to take on Miami. Um, Patriots got their win last week. They're going to go down to Miami and take that drubbing. I almost took the Dolphins, given nine. Over-unders, 46.5. Dolphins might score 46 and three-quarters themselves. They might, yeah. Any Anybody seen the keys? Because this is a lot. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow, he patted himself down right there. Oh, in the words of Homer Simpson. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big um, lock, all right. Big motherfucking lock. I am going the way none of you expect. You're taking My the God, points. you're taking the Patriots? It's disrespectful. Plus what? Nine. Yeah, he's going to do his disrespectful bit here. Go ahead, Ray. Well, number one is disrespectful, but again, the, the Dolphins put up numbers so much, I thought about it. But here's why. The Dolphins are fugazi. Ooh. They are they're a Madden team. Because they fugazi. <laughs> and you hey, you're in the letter of the Italians, brother. You can say it. I know, you know, you know, me and Uncle Vito, we know all about the Fugazi, you know. Quick tangent. Did you see at the bottom being Battle Royal? Um my boy Tony D'Angelo and uh, Channing and Sax were literally eating chicken parm. The most Italian moment in wrestling history. For the record, um, it's a good moment. No, um, Belichick is known for his defense. His defense finally got after it last week against the, the, the Bills. This is a team that has been so, so, so scrutinized. Jalen Ramsey ain't back yet, so this defense that was supposed to be a top five defense is not playing well. We're talking about the Dolphins. Sure. And most importantly, the Dolphins, again, are Fugazi in the sense that they played down. We talked, we had our own conversation about it earlier in the show. They played down to their competition. Right? Yes. So I'll give you that one. With that, with that being said, nobody, regardless of the personnel that he's acquired, Manipulates a team and a, and a quarterback better than Bill Belichick. Sure. I think I think Bill got enough of the juice to get to her on his ass about four or five times, get a pick or two, and frustrate Tyreek enough where you see the main thing that hurt the Dolphins last week was Mostert couldn't get started. Yep. I don't. I do not think the run game will get started because I think they solidified that part of their of their ills. I think the Patriots went out right. Oh, wow, wow! Well, I mean, the listen, only reason I'm going to disagree is because it's in Miami. A hundred will get you three forty-five, Ray. But, well, hey man, can I borrow hundred dollars? <laughs> Text uh, DM Greg. But I DM I DM the uh, the night the uh, D backs won, and I was like, "You got to go to the World Series for me." I ain't heard back from the motherfucker. Well, True. Uh, maybe he's not. But yeah, 
I mean, the game's in Miami. You want a, you want a, you Brady had issues in you want Miami. What a cell phone number? Okay, still. I text him. I have a cell phone. Oh, okay. Number. <laughs> and I was just gonna yeah, give it to you. The, I was just gonna give it to you. I was like, here, bugger. Steer back. Steer back. All of the major steer players back. I have that I've you, you, oh, this is listen, us. I don't want to get answers. steered back to anything, young man, because I you guys have been steering all over the fucking place tonight. It's not my fault Kinda... you got up to go get a drink. We had to fill time. We didn't know how fucking long you were going to take. Well, that's true. And Tony <laughs> has no... everything. That's the problem. Tony <laughs> has no retort because he knows I'm right. What, what, what did you say? Go ahead, Andrew. Anyway, no, I don't even so... know what you said. What did you say? To my... make me... Do your... <sighs> what, go why back you... to it. What were we talking about? Why were you right? <laughs> I'm Mr. Velas, if okay. you will. Hey, yeah, I wasn't sure. We, we good? We, we good? We can go? Yeah, it's all you. All right. So it's in Miami. Brady struggled in Miami. Didn't matter if it was Sean Hill, Gus Farratt, which I know that's before his time, but you know, get him, you get what I'm saying. Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Patriots had issues when the games were in Miami. This one's in Miami. This team's better. The Patriots team isn't as good. I'm still going to roll with the Dolphins winning legitimately with the spread. I don't trust it. I wouldn't put money on it because nine's a fucking lot of points. But I, I don't think the Patriots are winning this straight up. Yeah, That's like a little crazy. Minus four fifty five, or no, minus five fifty. Went so down what? to four fifty five on the money line. To put money on the Dolphins. It's straight up, like so. The money mm-hmm. line would be if it's minus, that means you have to bet mm-hmm. that much money to win a hundred. Yes, if it's plus, back, but, that yeah. means if you bet a hundred, you get that much money. But yeah, so, that's the only reason I'm disagreeing is just because it's in Miami. You make valid points in general, but like they've struggled in Miami for a lot of Brady's tenure and the post tenure, so I can't I can't overlook that. That's fair. That's fair. There are two scenarios, one on each coast in which there is technically a home and away team, but neither team is playing away. This is one of those instances as <laughs> Right? Like, I mean, if the Chargers and the Rams played. That's a fantastic played, way to phrase it, yeah. If the Chargers and the Rams played, there is, like, technically an away team, but both teams are in their locker room. There's a locker room for each of them in these stadiums. And this one is on the East Coast, as the Jets will take on the Giants. It is technically a Giants home game. This is PC Tony's second lock of the week, as I will take the Jets and give the three points here because, I mean, they're basically at home. The Giants have been sacked like a record number of times, and this defense is going to be all up in there. You know what? Mm-hmm. I don't know what. What are they going to be in? Tell me. Business. All up in. All up in there. Okay. Street I, I didn't know. Street, bit, street business. Thank you for telling me. Good. Glad. All up in New Jersey. That's where this is going to be. That's Quite literally, yes. <laughs> Shout out to the hood of East Rutherford, bro. <laughs> hood of East Rutherford. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anybody really wants to touch the Giants team on a betting line right now because they're they're bad. The Jets aren't great either, but we just got done talking about how their defense can win them a game if Zach Wilson doesn't shit the bed. So three points is not well, enough to sway my opinion. Well, the question is. Does Aaron Rodgers come back at the end of this season? Well, well, that's I'm not talking about that until it's actually. Does Donna Kelsey come to the game just to support her new boo, Zach Wilson? That's what your question was. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. 
that's what So, 80 for Brady, and we're doing 70, 70, 70 for Wilson, or what are we doing? I don't know. It, it, it's just Cougars for Wilson. That's how that is. <laughs> <laughs> is is Danny Downs playing, or is Tyrod Taylor playing? Because if Tyrod's uh, playing, I may take the Giants, because he keeps them stable. They don't make mistakes with Tyrod. It's a valid question. Yes. Tyrod Taylor does take care of the football. He has a great uh, touchdown-to-interception ratio. I know that for a fact. Danny Dimes is your your ultimate risk-reward quarterback. Tyrod Taylor reminds me a lot of David Garrard. I can see see that, although I think think David had higher highs. I trust Tyrod more. Yeah, Tyrod usually he Tyrod's weird because he usually gets screwed either by ownership, a stupid injury like like the lung puncture, and what was it? <laughs> a trainer. It's That's all timer dog. Yeah, it's it's just like he's he's a very solid he quarterback. Long for that. He always he gets long like for that job anyway. Somehow he went long for that job anyway though. Let's be honest. Not the point. He gets sabotaged in almost everything he's in, and it's it's hilarious to think of how good this guy is. But teams don't want him for some reason, and I don't fucking get it. <laughs> Who would you rather have him, healthy him or Baker? Would you rather have him or Baker, Andrew? I like Baker's attitude, so I'm biased, so that doesn't count. If, if I'm looking at it completely from an objective perspective, I like Tyrod better as a quarterback than Baker, but I like Baker as a person more. So I, The reason people don't want Tyrod as a starter is because Tyrod has, has serious limitations that we know of. He can only do so much. He can only be so much as a quarterback. Teams like to take chances on people that they can manipulate and, and grow. And that's why Denny Dimes is going to always have a job because that kid will fumble the ball four times in a game and then he'll throw four touchdowns on a dime. It's, He's not really as fun as like a Brett Favre, though. Yeah. Well, no, what, you... Fucking teams are like Captain Save a Ho type mentality with like shitty quarterbacks like Danny Dimes. <laughs> Daniel Jones, Captain Save a Ho. What do I have to play? <laughs> okay, I can fix her. <laughs> Danny Jones. We just play Chief. Brian Dable, right? His theme song is Chief Rockaho. <laughs> Fucking Bob the Build, Dable the Builder kind of thing. <laughs> can we fix it? Yes, we can. All right, all right. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Jaguars at Steelers. Now, so... you want to see it back, see? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my job, though. Uh, Jaguars at Steelers. This is actually a pretender versus contender, right? I mean, don't you guys think so? Like, none of us think that the Steelers are really even, you know, if they make the playoffs, they probably won't win a game, but... A lot of so us think that the Jaguars, you know, are. No sense this year. Well, all right. Well, it's uh, they're plus they're they're not favorites. They're catching two and a half at home. Over under. T.J. Watt's gonna. T.J. Watt's gonna get a sack, bicycle kick the fucking ball up in the air, catch it, and then run it back for a pick six or some stupid shit like that. Because the Steelers make no fucking sense this season. So, this, this, this is this is probably the most important game of the Jaguars season, and I'll tell you why. Because this is the type of game you win if you're a good team. Agreed. They lose this game, but they struggle with this game. Then we know who they are. Then then Green told us they are who we thought they were. So long as they feel about the hook. Yeah, you, you were supposed to get that that soundbite too, Tony. Remember? I hope you got to, it at some point. What's that? The Denny Green. Sure. Yeah, it'll they be are a, who 
Yeah, it'll be available. Well, it's uh, currently had to come in on the pup list. It'll be available week 11. Oh, okay, nice. Are you sure you shouldn't be on for week 9 when we go to Germany for week 9? Oh. With all the Germans. I come out with the Frankfurters. It'd be nice. Does this mean week, that we got a I'll do the whole show week? with this accent. You're should we do, a, should we do a watch along for the Germany game? Get up and drink oh, yeah. Sunday morning? Yes. Totally. We drink nice, nice warm beer, das and it's boot. going to be a good time. Drink the drink the warm beer out das of a nice boot. boot. Yeah. yeah. And then we have to turn it at the end so there's no bubble. Yeah. It's the great bubble turn of thirty nine. Ah yes, thirty nine. I remember that year well. <laughs> uh, shout out to Beer Fest, Ow. by the way, for Das Boot. <laughs> Your grandmother was a whore. <laughs> I think I think Ray. <laughs> might have said the most poignant thing on the entire show. We find out who the Jaguars are here. And it may oh, not yeah. be who they are later in the season, but we find out who they are right now. Because if they can win this game handily, like a 10-point win where they get up by a touchdown early and never really trail, uh, never really lead by less than the touchdown, that's a really good win against one of the greatest coaches of in NFL history. Um, and a team that's been winning games, like that's been gotten to win games. They have talent on offense, though. You brought up Harris before. Pickens, I think Fryermuth has been out. Mm-hmm. Pick it a guy that's just going to get better or not. I mean, I don't know. He's got four wins this year already. I don't know because I don't know how they win. Pickett hasn't looked good. They're Voodoo. just winning games. Voodoo. They're winning games off of fourth. They come off with Godsmack's Voodoo every week. <laughs> Mike Tomlin's oh, like, we're not the ones who are so far away from making the playoffs <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're going to need some voodoo to fucking figure this season out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. No one wants to touch this game. Let's keep it rolling nope. here. Falcons heading to Tennessee here. Short trip. They're over under 35 and a half. disgusting game. <laughs> Uh, oh, Titans, t- Titans are not even favored here. The Falcons are are uh, given two and a half. Man, so, when, I don't want to talk about the game. What I do want to talk about is if you were the the Titans, are you trading Derrick Henry this week? No. Is this is this the trade deadline week? Uh, Halloween is the deadline. Now, before you answer that question, uh, Andrew, important to note: Derrick Henry's a free agent at the end of the year. Does that change your thoughts? I'd say the only thing that would change my thoughts would be the conversations gonna, that the team had get? with him. What are they going to get for him, though? Like, really? Don't get two twos. Two-two. Really? The Packers didn't get two twos for Rodgers. You're fucking crazy. Yeah, but it's a different situation. Running backs are totally no, weighed differently really nowadays. Not. No, so the, 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 the situation is Aaron Rodgers told the world, I'm going to New York, oh, that New York, too, while yeah. I'm retiring. No, mm-hmm. there's no, that's a, yeah, but you're, you're talking, you just, you came on, you started this show by saying three people in the, in the league make a difference. And now you're basically bullshitting on your fucking opening thesis. I just, I, no, I'm not. I can't see yes, a world you are. where the Titans would, would pitch Derrick Henry away because he is, he's all they have down there. Cause they, they're getting rid of every other piece unless they want to start completely rebuilding from zero. They're gonna it, have to when he walks away for nothing. Unless they just want to pay him like a fucking monster to fucking retire. They'd be stupid to pay as him. a tight. I think the best they could get is like a third and a fifth. 
They might they'd, just because there's they undervalue running backs a lot last couple of years. So they'd be stupid to pay him after this year because the style he plays, as big as he is in his age, so that here's as a word, precipitous drop is coming very soon. Who, but who, need, who, 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 who needs a running back that's willing to give up even one second round pick? The Tampa um, Bay Buccaneers. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah, so the, the, there, there's buyers. I'm not saying there's not a I don't think the Bills would be willing to give up a second-round pick to get Derrick Henry. I've watched a lot of ESPN today. I don't that, agree. That doesn't but... make us smarter. <laughs> the, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. I mean, that's something Jerry would do. I'll give you that. And But that's yeah, it not... Is. But that's 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 an outlier and, in a league and, of 32. And, and de- well, it just takes one. And Derek don't have to be the man. Uh, but that doesn't mean that necessarily out there, it, it, because right, Tony we gotta keep moving. Still... We gotta keep moving. We gotta keep moving. We gotta keep going. We have way too much to cover. You We're see, like okay. you see, he wants to move away, move move on when I make good points. We're an hour and twenty three minutes into the show, and we haven't even gotten to the afternoon games. He's yet. got the fear. Don't make him. me. Don't make me get up out of my palatial bed. To do this damn show when I tried to For retire. A guy who doesn't want to be here and you he sure loves down. to stick around. Just like Dante from Clerks, who've been over there. Bye. Hang up. <laughs> no, you ain't hanging up. We ain't but, got. Uh, uh, we ain't got your. We ain't got your team yet. <laughs> I'll speed this up because this is my second lock of the week. He'll be back. I know. This, this is my second lock because I just have to stay with my gimmick from <laughs> called it earlier. That I, I said, like, if uh, they'd switch to Levis after a slow start, and Levis might be the, the, the fucking catalyst the they the need Titans? to spark up. Yeah, Titans are starting catalyst, starting Levis this week, and I'm going to lock it in. I'm, I'm going to give Levis the uh, the the, uh, the faith. I'm going to give him a, some, some nice hope right there, just because I have to live the gimmick, because I know I said something a couple weeks ago about him. All right, let's move on to the next game here. An NFC East matchup. The Eagles will head to Washington and take on the Commanders, giving just under a touchdown, six and a half, over under 43 and a half. And that's going to make it my second lock of the week. I believe the Eagles have enough to beat the Commanders by probably double digits. Nonetheless, at least a touchdown, hopefully. for You do know the Commanders took them to overtime like two weeks ago or whatever, right? Maybe three. Whatever it was. That's fine. Ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh. You don't have to yell at me. This is my lock. Can I just have a lock? I'm Can, just I lock just saying. Can I lock it in? You lock in whatever you want to lock in. You you bought the master lock. It's your locker. You know, just remember the combination. You're good. Don't worry about it. Then I would like the peanut gallery to be quiet. <sighs> that doesn't happen on this show. <laughs> it doesn't happen on any show you've ever been on with me. You know that. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I'm pushing back so hard. But nonetheless, the Eagles, I think they're going to cover. And next week, I'll gloat about it and tell you that you were wrong. You can you can do that. Have fun with that. I can't wait. Put it in my calendar right now. Siri? Oh, See, she's it. not even acknowledging you. You no, are she, not her, her tribal like, chief. <laughs> there's no room. Everything is already... <laughs> Wow. Siri's not putting up I the didn't one really for do you. it. I did the fake Paul Heyman thing where he does it kind of, it's, it's not really there, you know. It's like, what are we here? Siri, remind me to tell Andrew I told him so. I don't see an app for that. 
You'll need to download one. <laughs> See, she called you on your bullshit. Siri agrees with me. The commanders are covering thanks to Siri. There we I, go. I deleted the reminder app. What do you, what do you want? Just, hey, Whatever. Fine. Siri doesn't see an app for it, so that means the commanders are going to cover. Listen, as, we, dude, as, yes, listen as, as we record, as we record this, we are two months out from Christmas, folks. If you want to buy your Christmas, if you want to buy your Christmas, if you want to buy your your kids bigger Christmas presents, bet on the Eagles this Sunday to cover the. Oh God! Please don't. Yeah. You've learned. You you have said enough of these to know. Don't listen to shit we say. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to get ahead of that I'm, energy I'm, bill before winter kicks up, folks, bet on the Eagles this Sunday. And, and, if you want to freeze look, and, in the winter? That's what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> but just use Please your use your. I have some more heat. Use your, <laughs> use your energy bill, folks, because if you live north of the Mason-Dixon line, it's illegal for the electric company to turn your shit off in the winter months. Damn, I'm a little south of that motherfucker. Fuck. Um, and to, and to, to the point, I would love to pile on Tony here, but Sam Howell gives out touchdowns like open gives out gifts or, or interceptions. So, oh, I he's the one on record through. pace to get sacked. I think he is actually that yeah. they're the ones that are going to break the the Texans' record. Yeah. But they're also, like I said a couple weeks ago, the Washington Chargers. Like, one week they'll complete dog shit, and then the next week they'll put up 30 and be competitive Wait, and win the game. So, like, Did you call them the Washington Chargers? Yes, I did. Stop it. They're the Just same fucking it. team. They, see, that's why you're laughing. Because, you know, they're the same fucking team. They'll just shit the bed one week, put up 40 the next week. You don't know what the fuck to make of them. Washington Chargers. Shout out to Kenny McLaurin. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, sir. That's hilarious. Shout, shout out to Austin Robinson Jr. <laughs> this is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next, honey? Well, we have the afternoon games left. So before we do that, we're going to take our last commercial break. You got PC, you got Ray Cash, you got Andrew Belaz, Chair Shot Radio Network, Chair Shot NFL. Don't forget about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Chris? Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. We jump right back into what may possibly be the game of the week. We got a couple of four and two teams. No matter how they got there, it doesn't matter. A couple of quarterbacks, no matter how they got there, it doesn't matter. But the Seahawks, uh, given three and a half at home, over under 38. Um, uh, wow. Who, who, I, I, gotta, I would have to take Seattle here to win the game just because they're my preseason pick here, but Cleveland's been playing well. That defense has been keeping a minute. Uh, Kareem Hunt, home sweet home, two touchdowns last weekend. Picked him up in fantasy football, just deepening the strength of the Milwaukee Beers. Um, that's right, Ray. I'm coming for you. But, Ray, how do you feel about this game, Browns and uh, Seahawks? This should be a really, really good game for an NFL fan to watch. It's just like a, a Midwestern city to waste a shitload of money on bullshit. Because John Watson 
have been a waste of $230 million. And he's not playing this week. So, the fighting Genos might sneak another one out here, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you um, sure? Because what, what happens if P.J. Walker actually throws a touchdown? Because he, he's like 0 for 3, to, 3 interceptions or some shit like that, and they still find ways to win. Like, he's hit the ground more than he's actually hit his own receivers, and they're still winning games. They're like the Steelers. <laughs> they are, but I, they have a Miles Garrett, so we understand why they win. T.J. Watt. <laughs> I, 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 I Miles Garrett's one scarier. <laughs> however, there is no NFL player that's got the horseshoe up his ass more in the past couple of years than Geno Smith. <laughs> I can't argue so, that. So, I mean, the Seahawks are, are one with God right now because he is looking out for the ass. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm going to take the, I'm gonna take the, the Hawks. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's just something going on over there that don't make – just in the same, in the same boat that you, we don't, that you and I don't understand how the Steelers are winning games, the Seahawks are better, and I still don't understand how they're winning games. Got to run with it. There. I'm, I'm – I'm just going to go with the Browns off the power of the Elf because it's getting colder, and Miles Garrett's a fucking monster, and I don't want to ever see him lined up against me or coming at me. Like, it's fucking scary. Like, I know why Mason Rudolph got concussed by him. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Aside from that, even if that wasn't what it was, like, if that man just brings an arm down, like, that's that's a weight and concussion right there. I, you know, you know, I'm I'm not going to assume. And not to mention, it's a Pittsburgh quarterback. They've had a lot more allegations against them that people sweep under the rug. So, <clears throat> not surprised. It's, it's the Pittsburgh way. It is. It is. <laughs> the Pittsburgh way, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping the Ravens would be favored by double digits this week, but they're not. Uh, because I was wondering if Ray would think that was disrespectful. Ravens uh, giving eight and a half on the road. Um, over under 44 in Arizona, I think they should be able to cover that spread. I, I'm not going to bet on it, but, uh, yeah, the Cardinals are bad. The Ravens are good. Let's hope this isn't one of those games that the Ravens go off and lose like they have the last few seasons. Oh, they better not because they're my lock this week for my third. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm going with the Purple Birds on this one because the Cards just – they they can eat a bag of dicks. They suck right now. Like, well, I uh, this the spread is still is respectful. However, I think the man again the biggest one of the biggest secrets of the of the season this year was for for all of the conversation about how good Miles Garrett is in the Cleveland Browns defense and how good. Michael Parsons is in the, in the Cowboys defense and how good T.J. Watt is and the Steelers defense. You know who's better than all of them right now? Baltimore. And not just in the secondary. Sacks-wise, we have the most sacks in the league. But we're getting after it, and um, Marcus Williams is hurt right now. He'll be back. Dino Stone right now got four, t- four interceptions in the past few games. My homie got another one coming. Yeah, we... <laughs> We yeah we 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 we're going to hit the spread, and I hate it, but we are. I mean, they gave up twenty four at Cincinnati and won. They gave up twenty two in overtime 
at home against Indian lost. Other than that, they've held everybody to 17 or, or, or no, not even 16 or less. Yeah. Yeah. The Ravens defense is on point. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll keep it rolling. Here's another lopsided game. The chiefs at the Broncos. Uh, it's only, <laughs> and it's only seven. Um, wasn't hey Tony. This this two, week, two weeks ago though was a nineteen to eight game, wasn't it? Yes. You can tell me. Can I tell you right? something? You can tell me anything. Next. Oh, okay. A lock? No. I mean, no, nah, because I got two other more fun locks. By the way, you know Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Rungo. It doesn't Bacon. surprise me because they haven't been very good since he's been a quarterback. So, if he throws for 400 yards and four touchdowns again, I don't care if they win or lose, as long as he's still healthy. <laughs> so throw for 199 and one, <laughs> and two interceptions. That that sounds like Lamar. And, ja that sounds like Lamar Jackson's stats. Ooh, uh, Pacheco. Hey, win, baby. Pacheco touchdown, McKinnon touchdown, and what the motherfucking backs they got touchdown. Hey, great. As long what as if they Pacheco just do a jet sweep cool. with Kelsey? I got Pacheco. Jet sweep with Kelsey. Jet sweep with Kelsey is the actual answer at the goal it's line. A, there you it's go. a receiving. Or the fucking several pass shit. No. <laughs> five, Depending on where it's Ray, at, sometimes that counts Ray, as a run. You got a point. Ray, five receiving touchdowns for Pacheco. I got him. That's 55 points with no, even with no yards added on. You didn't even talk about the fuck. What you talking about? So I... I, you know what I hate? I hate I, I hate I hate the shovel pass to Kelsey, and for the for the love for the love of God, man, in in the red zone, especially in the five, he's running one play, Texas. Stop the Texas play, please. You can't stop it. It's the same time every time, please. He's so good at it. Yeah, it's like Texas. Bum, 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 Texas. Bum, 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 you can't stop Texas. All right, let's move on. Ray wanted to move on a minute ago. Bengals oh, yeah. at 49ers. <laughs> Niners get healthy or Bengals get above 500 on the road here? That's a tough That's a tough uh, travel there. Uh, Niners favored by three and a half over under 43 and one half. Andrew, this is the game that'll... That'll answer our conversation earlier. About I agree with you it. completely, yes. This this answers questions. I mean, do I, I what's what's the spread right now? Because I'm looking at five and a half, but I think you said a different number. Three and a half. Three and a half given to the Bengals. Yeah, they're current yeah. right now. I'd probably pick the Bengals only because the Niners are on a slide and I can't really see well like we Purdy's talked about it and well. like we, we've had Brock this whole Purdy's we have out. to figure it out thing huh Purdy's out Darnold's starting this weekend like more reason to pick the Bengals likely likely <laughs> I mean no one has been in uh, concussion protocol and played the that following week this yet that's this that's year, the so. only issue with with you know recording the show on a Wednesday when like all the final stuff comes out on like Thursdays Fridays well. but if it, if it's Darnold, then that's more reason for me to go with the Bengals because, I mean, Purdy wasn't looking great, but it wasn't Purdy's fault he wasn't looking great. Like the team around him just wasn't really working the same way. And Darnold's not a good quarterback anywhere he goes. So 
Eh, I'm going with the Bengals. I think Darnold could suffice. I think the the Niners win this game at home. I think they get right. Could be. Still got I still got dude the, who is on a 16 game touchdown streak. By the way, in Christian McCaffrey. I, you true. I agree. The main question is: Is Trent Williams playing, and is Debo Samuel playing? They're playing. The Niners win. That's just really how it works. Sunday night football, folks, I urge you. Cuidado. Mucho cuidado. Que estás tomando por un rumbo equivocado. You may fall out of love with NFL football if you watch this game. As long as DJ Morris scoring points, that's all I really care about. Um, you guys can talk about the rest. Chargers, eight and a half point favorites. Should any two and four team be eight and a half point favorites? Um, over under 46 and a half. Uh, Tyson Badgett is the truth. That's Tyson. Don't, don't sleep on Tyson. Yes. Chris Berman had a, a nickname for him as well. Are you ready for Chris Berman's nickname? The Dorito mm-hmm. King or something like that? Just because you want to do your Mike Tyson impression? Tyson Badgent, right? <laughs> yes. Tyson Secret Badgent, man. That's terrible. That's Boomer. That's awful. I thought, like, if he was like Beauty Badgent or like the Honey Badgent, like that, that's better than Secret, Secret Badgent. Tyson, Tyson Beauty Badgent is pretty good. See that—that's my Beauty Badgent's not bad. Fuck whatever the fuck that was, Secret Badgent. Have you ever been to the Mike Tyson spelling bee? Have you ever been to the maybe, but it's not Bajin, it's Badgent. Have you been to the Mike Tyson spelling bee? do it no yeah just andrew just has no i won't i won't i'll save just it i'll it. save it no there might be <laughs> holiday special i'll save it okay so hey hey so i was talking i was talking to my homeboy about this game i know it sounds crazy but my homeboy his name is jay uso because he told me to lockdown. oh boy Ooh. what now okay the, the lockdown the uso penitentiary is for who though the, the beauty badge the get beauty badge Get the Bears plus eight and a half? Yes, sir. All right. Look, I'm going to rock with the beauty badge just because I like the nickname now. I, I, <laughs> I love it, too. I think this is the game, finally, where Brandon Staley gets his walking papers. You want to get embarrassed on national television with that good a roster well, they got Kelly playing Moore, the back too, right? quarterback to it. Yeah, um, plus everybody wants Kelly Moore to be the coach anyway. But yeah, Staley got to go. Staley got to go. Yep. And the joy in my heart that Sean Payton was dumb enough to not wait a year because he was as the team he wanted it the whole time. You right. That's Monday talks. Time. All right, Monday night football on All Hallows Eve's Eve. No. It's a mischief night. Okay. I still remember... Um... I can't remember the Packers. Robert Brooks, 99-yard touchdown reception at Soldier Field on Halloween. It was excellent. 
Nothing like the Packers getting a 99-yard touchdown against the Bears. But anyway, on the day before All Hallows... Was that the Brett Favre? Fuck it, he's down there somewhere? No, this was before he started doing that. Okay, because he did that one in overtime. I couldn't remember when it was, where he's just like, fuck it, and he just threw it down there, and it was like a huge bomb. I don't remember how long it was. Oh, a lot of those got intercepted, too, later in his career. Oh, true, but he was still fun. Well, yeah, he was, yeah, for you. Um, <laughs> he got you a ring. Calm down. <laughs> Enter angry Packers fan. Uh, Monday, October 30th, the Raiders and the Lions. Ray, I'm guessing your final lock of the week is going to be the Lions hold on, hold on. covering the eight. Let me, let me, let me finish typing this real fast. Hold on, because i got to turn my cast lock off. Oh, i got another lock. Well, all right. I'm loving Bray's exciting new ways to fucking put a lock in on something. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I got the Lions minus eight. Let me tell you something. If there was ever the fuck you game of a lifetime, it is this one. The Lions were emasculated last week. Yes. They were beaten as bad as the franchise may have been beaten in years. Mm-hmm. In every way form of... Dog, before they got a first down, they were down 28 to nothing. Like they were emasculated. Well, so yeah. so they're at home Monday night. They got a little juice. Dan Campbell then gave them a whole room for kneecap. Let's let's get it. Well Jerry Goff, let's go out here and get this thing. Let's get these, let's get these studies. Jameson Williams is back. He's the rust is off. It looked good again. Let's go get this and let's go ahead and beat down. Let's let's take old yeller out to the back. Hit it with the bing, bang, boom, and let's get back to what we're doing. I, I just need the sun god to shine because I love his name, too. Ra? Amon Ra. Fucking, oh. yeah. Oof. I think the bigger motivation would be not so much as to pull your head out of your ass because we're not, you know, we're... How can I put this? The Ravens are a really good team. You shouldn't be ashamed of losing to them, except for when you lose... It to was an embarrassing 30, loss. 38-6, right. So... There's no shame in losing a, a really good played game on both sides to the Baltimore Ravens is where I would start sure. this week. But I, would well look at, but I would look at this group of gentlemen, and if I was Dan Campbell, and I would say this. You're 5-1 and one to start the season. Now we're 5-2. and two. We head into a bye week here after this game. You really want to be 5-3? and three? How much do you want it? Plus, it's the Raiders. They suck. Josh McDaniels has to be one of the worst head coaches. There's no reason they should lose this game. Like, Josh McDaniels is just further proof that anybody from the Belichick tree is trash as a head coach. Like, people like to dog on Mangini or whatever. McDaniels is worse than Mangini. Matt Vrabel. Vrabel is having a bad couple years, though. So, like, I like... Was Vrabel a coach? Was but Rabel was a player. Was Rabel a coach under Belichick? And then I think he was just like an assistant. He didn't actually get pumped up to like D coordinator or anything like that because that was still Matt Patricia at the time. That's still from the tree though because like well, if but he nobody coached, talks about those guys was, though. If, if he was on his coaching staff, it's on his tree. He wasn't on his coaching staff because then I think he's he not went on his tree. I disagree because no, he's not. At the end of his career, at the end of his career, he was basically coaching when he was playing on the field. They don't, but well, that's that's what no, a good that's Mike not, linebacker that's does. Not though. What the tree Look at is. That's not the tree, though, Ray. That's the that's the. But player. would would you consider Singletary to be a Dicka tree? 
No, you can't. No, no, I'm asking Ray. I'm asking Ray right now. Okay, we got a title. We got a title. Chair shot NFL week eight dickatry. That is that is line, sir. That is line. What's he gonna say? He's Buddy Ryan. I mean, he didn't have a ton of success either, though. As a coordinator. Oh, as a head coach, hell no. <laughs> that, 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 that's my point, though. Like, he was, a, he was some... a really good D coordinator. All of the had, Ryans were Houston really good D coordinators good. and mediocre as Rex. fuck head coaches. No, Rex, Rex was a good head coach. Rex, Rex went to two head. conference championships in a row. True, but then yeah. he had like three or four <laughs> fucking shit years. He was a fucking quarterback. Mac, Mark Sanchez. Went to two AFC championship games, and he but, beat Brady got, and Manning two different years. Yes. But he got all the that he could. But mm-hmm. fumble. But then nothing happened. <laughs> all right. He couldn't continue it. Then he got run out of the town. I like Rex, too. This is no no hate on Rex, no shade on Rex. But, like, it just ran out, and his style just didn't work anymore. And then Rob was – I don't think Rob ever got a chance to head coach because he was always, like, a coordinator. No, please don't give Rob a chance. No, we don't want that. Why not? The universe does No, actually, I'm wrong. Rob has, has been a head coach before. You ever watched Last Chance You? We don't talk about All right, now club. I know it's time <laughs> to move on from the show. I'm glad everybody's been listening. Yeah, man, we're done here. Moving let me on. Just, <laughs> let me run down the locks before we say our goodbyes. Andrew has Tampa Bay plus I, I eight and a half show, at Buffalo. Yes. Tennessee plus two and a half versus Atlanta. Baltimore minus eight and a half at Arizona. PC has the Houston at Carolina over 43 and a half. The Jets minus three at the Giants. Philly minus six and a half at Washington. Ray has New England plus nine at Miami. Chicago plus eight and a half at the Chargers and Detroit minus eight versus Zaredas. Gentlemen, yeah. another fun show. I always have a good time here on Wednesday nights uh, as uh, we, we put this out Thursday morning so that you can, you know, get your NFL fix on at work when you're doing your thing. You can listen to us and get ready for Thursday night football and contemplate what, you know, whether or not you want to have bigger, better Christmas presents for your kids for Christmas or not. It's up to you. It's, it's a damn shame I'm retiring. Horrible. So bad. Yeah, Even but I though... feel like you're like Ric Flair and Kiss and, you know, every other, you know, the Eagles and every other. I was Please. just going to say quoting Sting is the worst part because, like, you know, Sting's famous quote is Ray, the only thing that's for like, sure is it, nothing's for sure. It's like the most contradictory statement that <laughs> you've been doing all night. It's like uh, there might be a new NBA podcast and I'm retiring. Well, he might oh, just retire look, from I, this show. I'm trying to tell you, I just retired from this. No, he's he's been trying to quit, but not quiet quit. He's been very loud about it, which is why he's not going anywhere. <laughs> Ray, where can people Andrew find you as we head out of town tonight? As you understand, oh, you asked me. You you told him on Twitter like 15 times tonight. I know. Don't even know shit about us. Good night. What's going on? All about Twitter. We we've been over this a couple times. We, we, we done we been love over y'all. this shit. Thank Roll y'all for this. We got shit to do. This is yeah. bye. The tape machine keeps rolling, but we can bounce. Let's go. <laughs> Deuce. You can follow me at PC Tony. You can follow the show at uh, Chairshot NFL. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. See you next week. I'm not retiring ever. 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.